What up? What up? This is Chris. This is Rob. Wait, wait, wait. I'm Chris. <laughs> That's Rob. I hope you enjoy our show. Have a great time. What up, folks? How's what everybody up? doing out there? Good, right? Good. So are we. Yeah. But hey, if you don't know Richard Lynch, you should. You should. Ohio Country Hall of Fame. Just oh, my God. Cincinnati. Yeah. How yeah. can you got to love it? Let's just say to all of our guests right now, he's in a rural area. Yes, he is. So the Internet is a little bit slower. So we might have a little gap and stuff just warning ahead of time. And yeah. I look a little wider. Because of the internet. That's too. right. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, so, Richard, hey, how you doing, bud? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. What a blast. Appreciate you. Definitely. Thank you. Um, so, Richard, I got to ask. I mean, I already brought it up. You are in the Ohio Country Hall of Fame. I mean, that is such an honor. Yeah. I, I got to know, I mean, what's it like knowing that you're in the Hall of Fame? How's it feel? You know, all that kind of good stuff. Well, I tell you, I really appreciate my peers that thought enough of me and the music to put me there. And, uh, you know, to be around people that have that admiration and appreciation for that traditional country music. And then they think enough of me to put me in there with some of the best in the world. Hey, that's, that's pretty cool. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty that cool. Definitely. Now, being in Billboard magazine, I sat there and I saw that you're in Billboard magazine and I had to ask you, for you to see your name in Billboard magazine and what was that like as well? I mean, I know I'm kind of going on a little tangent here with what it was like, but I mean, that's pretty awesome being in Billboard, being in the Hall of Fame. If you say Billboard five times, it makes it more. Well, cool. I'll sum it up. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll sum it up by saying this. When I grew up, I, you know, admired so many of these traditional country music artists. Mm -hmm. And now I get to call these people that were my heroes, my friends. Nice. That's pretty gratifying. If it makes any sense, guys, that's pretty yeah. cool. Well, let's what name some of the people that you stand up with, because we, we want to give kind of a shout out like you yeah. grew up with some of these people you call them your friends now let's give a shout out to some of these people that that are just you're standing up with those people hey you know people like t graham brown had so many cool hits way back right. in the 80s and 90s people like ronnie mcdowell right he, i mean he had so many hits and was in movies and you know did the elvis impersonation in movies countless movies people like David Frizzell, who come from a long line of country music royalty. His brother was Lefty Frizzell from the 50s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People like Rhonda Vincent. Rhonda Vincent, I mean, just got uh, a Grammy Award. Uh, I, I, she, we recorded together. Um, we, we hang out with, uh, we've, we just had the Bellamy Brothers come do our show at our oh, farm wow. here recently. And I can go on and on and on, but yeah. you know those people that I that I grew up listening to and admiring, you know, uh, and, and not all of them are are on a first name basis, but we know these people, and we have became friends in most cases 
Um, and to be able to be on the same stage and share a stage from that from time to time or or see somebody out somewhere in the country and hey, how you guys doing? Or we'll pass buses somewhere. You know, that is such a honor because it's it's something that uh, you know, we've worked hard all my life to get to this achievement, and it is an right. achievement. We worked at it for many, many years. That's right. I like it. So Rob and I are kind of both sports guys, and the question that we like to ask is, for you, what would your, like, first step be? And what I mean by first step, for being a sports guy, we always know that the first step is the most important step. It helps you either be a positive or a negative in that play at that moment in time. Now for you, and you're giving advice, let's say to some of the younger generation, what would your first step necessarily be? Well, I'm a little different situation. My, my dad was an incredible singer entertainer. So I kind of grew up in country music. Perfect. But, but to tell you the truth, I'm going to be honest with you. For anybody that's young, it doesn't matter what genre you're in, or if you want to be in sports, or if you want to be a broadcaster, or pick pick the uh, you know the profession. Anybody young that wants to have a, a shot at their dream, they need to surround themselves with people that support them, people that believe in them, and never take no for an answer. You know, don't don't let negativity um you know kind of guides you in a direction to where you start feeling and questioning yourself believe in yourself surround with people surround yourself with people that support you and you'll be amazed what kind of uh you know success ultimately you'll have it may take a day it may take 10 years it may take 30 years but you know what you just follow your dream you make things happen and ultimately you will get there yeah that's great. I love great it. advice. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Um, well, let me ask you this. Um, we've actually been interviewing quite a few artists lately. I mean, uh, big shout out to Michael. Yeah, he's Michael. He's great. Mr. Stover, thank you so much, sir. Yeah, he's great, right? You, you appreciate Michael and all the things he does. What um, we've been finding that some people are really uh, recording artists, and then there's some that just love being out on stage. And there's obviously a blend of those two Some Do you find yourself loving to be more on stage or do you like to be in the studio more? Well, I love the stage. I really yeah. do. Um, but, and there's nothing more gratifying than have a crowd that's into your music and wanting to be at your show. But if you add the element of the songwriting, having been in the studio, and now your songs that came from your heart or your head and your inspirations are being put out there on the radio or, or different TV formats or whatever media format there is. Add the fact that you wrote those songs and now those folks that always loved to, came to come hear you sing and play and perform, now they're singing your songs. There's not a better, uh, there's not a better slap on the back that I can think of so that's it, the fact that we've been in the studio and we get to play our our songs and do our shows, and now add the fact that we're playing our own music, gratification gratification is the is ultimately right there. You can't get any better than that. Right. I love it. I love it. That yeah, is, isn't it great? That is people doing your own doing covers of your songs. Absolutely, that's the best best uh, honor you can have. Yeah, right. absolutely, definitely. Um. I noticed in your bio, we did a little research, 
um, that you are a huge Merle Haggard fan. Oh, yes. Or let me rephrase that. Merle Haggard was an inspiration for you. And listening to your music, um, I hear that. I hear the Merle Haggard, and I'm sitting there going, man, I, I totally hear where he's coming from. Same with George Strait, and, and I really like it. And I'm curious to know, did you ever get the opportunity to play with George Strait? Or, excuse me, Merle Haggard and or George Strait? That's what I'm trying to spit out. Well, I never got to perform with either artist. I was lucky enough to meet Merle several mm -hmm. times. Um, I have never met George Strait. Um, you know, but once again, as a youngster, uh, I can remember my dad and mom bringing home those Merle Haggard records, um, those George Jones records, the Conway Twitty records mm -hmm. of the 70s and 80s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, th those, those, those songs and those artists, I mean, they're, they're instilled and ingrained in me right now. And I, I think I'm thankful because you'll never hear a, a, a more powerful um, you know, emotional song sung by anybody like Conway Twitty. Mm -hmm. Like every the man put every fiber of energy in of every song he ever sang. And those are the people that influenced me. And and to hear the lyrics that as a songwriter, Merle Haggard, there is no better songwriter. You talk about a country boy Shakespeare, mm -hmm. Merle Haggard is the man. What a songwriter. And so yeah, those guys are are you know, the epitome of traditional country music and the fact that I idolize those guys so much, it probably, it probably shows in my music, whether I intend to it or not, it, I'm sure it comes through. Do yeah. you have, um, like, obviously you're in the Hall of Fame, so you have a long history of, you know, people don't just get in the Hall of Fame just, hey, I came out with an album and I'm in the Hall of Fame. You've got some history there. Do you have a favorite moment? in your music career that you'd like to share with us? You know, I got, I got a lot of them. Yeah. You know, if, if I have to pick one, um, probably the most uh, memorable situation I was in, it was in 1989. There was a band called Shenandoah. Okay. And man, they had a lot of big hits in the eighties. Um, and that. the oh day God. that I was asked, yeah, Marty Rabin and all the guys are phenomenal. They're they still on the scene, still out there performing. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but they toured with Alabama, if I remember correctly. Recently. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we've, we've done yeah. several shows with them over the years. Right. Okay. But, you know, but the day we were on, the first time I got to perform with Shenandoah, that day, they had a song called Two Dozen Roses. It had gone to number one that day. So we're doing this outside concert in Cincinnati, completely sold out. And here I am just, you know, just a youngster and had the opportunity to be up there and share the spotlight with a, a national, international band. And, you know, to be the opening act. And not only was I the opening act, but they treated me like I was <laughs> one of them. Some That's of the nice. coolest guys most gracious guys I've ever worked with. So yeah, you, you know, that's going to be a memory for me for, for, from now on. But, you know, and I've had several situations like that, but when you, act, when you stop and think which one really meant the most to me, they, those guys didn't have to be nice to me. They didn't have to do anything, but they did. And they, it showed and the crowd was amazing. Do you have any moment in your history that you felt like you gave back? 
and 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 you know share that experience you know we i'm glad you asked that because me and my wife we are huge supporters of our our men and women that serve our country uh, and we yeah. had started a foundation called the love tattoo foundation and all it does is a it's a place where we we can uh, donate and and do concerts and raise money and raise awareness of a facility in michigan called the Willwin lodge okay and the facility, it, it's there for all veterans from World War II to today, any and all wow. veterans. If you served, you are welcome there. And if there's something out there that, if you know somebody out there that's had PTSD or had some kind of a psychological problem having served in our military, they're the place that exists called the Wilwin Lodge there in Michigan that is designed to help these guys and gals. So in my mind, that's just a little something that we can do, raise money, raise awareness, and help some people who I feel are more than deserving. That's a, that's fantastic. I, I like it. I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> big, big, big clap to that. Absolutely. Can you tell me what your very first live experience was like? When you played live, it could have been as a kid. <laughs> what was that? I, you know, I haven't asked that yet. <laughs> no, you haven't. In all the interviews that I've had, what was that that first moment that first time you had to go up on a stage and perform in front of people well i'm glad you guys are sitting down because when i tell you this story you're gonna say you're making this up <laughs> well i was the ripe old age of eight years old and i mentioned earlier my dad was an incredible singer entertainer around the cincinnati dayton ohio kentucky indiana area very well known very established for the first time I got to see my dad perform live, I was eight years old and he was playing an outside concert in Dayton, Ohio, with a guy that we watch every Saturday night called Porter Wagner. We was watching the Porter Wagner show every Saturday night. Well, here is my dad performing with this guy that I watch on television every Saturday night. So I'm out there, I'm, I'm all big eyed. I'm, I'm so proud that my dad is doing these shows with this guy that I watch on television. Well, 20 minutes or a half hour into my dad's show, unbeknownst to me, he pointed down to me and said, Linda, my mom, send Richard up here on the stage. So here this little eight-year-old kid goes running up on the stage, thousands of people out there in the, in the audience. And I do an old Buck Owens song, I've Got a Tiger by the Tail. Sang the song with my dad's band. As you might imagine, I'm Woody's son. My dad was well-established, and I'm eight years old. It went over pretty good. And I was bit right then and there by the country music bug, guys. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> that is so awesome. That is awesome. It. I'm so glad I got to ask that because yeah. that, like you said, that set the ground. Your dad was already a part of that. That was already what you were built to be. But the fact that you got the bug to be on stage at eight, and to do it like that, that that's like hitting a home run on your first first time up to the plate oh, yeah. in the major Thanks. leagues, right? That's a that's a huge. That's awesome. You know, you you guys are sports broadcasters. You just summed it up better than I could have. The home run right out of the gate. That was right great. off the first time you're up, major leagues. You just hit one out of the park. Oh my god, yeah, absolutely. And though, so then, were you able to go and get up on stage with your dad a lot more after that, or? 
Did he say, no, that's enough? Yeah. You took, um, you took the title. You're taking all that stuff from me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think my dad said, Linda, we just created a monster is what I think he said. <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh, my that's God. Great. Oh, my God. That is so wonderful. Yeah. I love that story. I, I'm sitting here. I'm just like sitting there going, "Yeah, I could totally see that. I can totally see that happening." Absolutely. And playing it back in my head, which I play a lot of things in my head, as you could tell. But anyway, <laughs> now for you, who would you like to give a shout out to? I know you just gave one shout out to, but we didn't get the website for them, or. We can find the website, but we'll I would really like to get that out there so people could find it to be able to donate. Yes. That's your, kind of a big your foundation thing. that yeah. you started. Well, the best place to go to is go to richardlynchband.com. Okay. And you can scroll down and you find lovetattoofoundation.org. Just Perfect. go to lovetattoofoundation.org and anybody can donate to that organization or if they would like to know more information about the facility or what they actually do there, all that information is there. Mm, no, that's perfect. Because I wanted to ask that question right after you got done, but Rob's question was pretty darn good. So I had to get that out. <laughs> you know, we also need to give our shout out. <laughs> <laughs> we have to give our shout outs to to our sponsor anchor by spotify thank you guys and youtube as well thank you um what else we got oh so do you know off the top of your head how many songs that you've written and recorded i'm right around 70 72 somewhere i've, I've written that many yeah. um there's several we're going to be in the studio next month Okay. with a new session on uh, on six brand new ones that we're looking forward to uh getting in the studio um you know i i don't write all the time mm -hmm. but when i do sit down and write it's a song that it's an inspiration that comes from my heart you know right. i uh, i i really like the fact that something inspires me and then believe it or not people can hear the difference if you feel that song when you hear the emotion in the song People have a difference and can sit, can see the difference and hear the difference, and they can tend to grab, you know, gravitate towards those emotional, heartfelt songs. We yeah. write all the time with different ideas or whatever, but when you feel that emotion come from that particular song, most people say, like, oh, my goodness, it's almost as if you wrote that song for me. Mm -hmm. You know you've got something there when you hear right. that. <clears throat> when you're right. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. When you're writing your songs, do you ever feel yourself kind of go to a different place and then kind of focus back in or? I do. Um, I, I do because, you know, there, not, every, not every song we write is going to be a hit. Not every song we write, we even finish. But so if you have finished a song and you, and you, you know, it's like, it's like somewhere in your heart you know that song is absolutely awesome. And you also, on the, on the other hand, you can also tell when a song you wrote is just okay. So when it. you sit back and you've accomplished that song, you know you just took it out, out, of, the, out of the park again, you mm -hmm. feel that in your, in your soul. And there's nothing more gratifying and more wonderful than to, to feel accomplished with, as a songwriter than to have that song out there and you just feel it in your heart. 
Yeah. I'm going to ask a question uh, that I've never asked before. Um, Cause I know Donna is your wife. Never. <laughs> right. Her name's up on the screen. That's why I'm bringing it up. <laughs> What's Donna's favorite song of yours? Yes. Donna's my better half. That's right. What's well, Donna's favorite song? I was asking her, but she just, Oh, darn Donna's it. favorite song. Donna anybody. <laughs> well, what about you? I mean, you have a what is your favorite song? Yeah, there we go. Get her in here. Come on, Donna. Thank you, Miss Donna. They're wanting you in here. She said, tell them, Miss Donna. Back in love again. Back in, in love, love again. again. <laughs> That's awesome. Is that your song? Yes, the song. No, it's, I don't sing. Um, it's a song he recorded with Rhonda Vincent, and somebody else wrote it. But when we heard the song, it's kind of like our story. Yeah, how we got together. So nice. he, that's what he, he recorded it with Rhonda Vincent. It's great. That's awesome. Yeah, I learned something, guys. <laughs> there you go. Hey, <laughs> that's a little aside, but that was really I good. Like yeah, it. I love it. Thank you, Donna. Right on. Thank you, Donna. Hey, now we had Donna on the show. Exactly. Now we got her in. Her yeah, we did yes. our job. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Richard, I, I really appreciated you coming on the show. Yes, and, thank you so um, much. Thank you, Donna, for jumping in there at the end as well. I'm really impressed with your music. It's so yes. great to, to go through your collection and, and talk to a Hall of Famer. And then now you're going in the studio. So what's coming here in the future? Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to kind of share with us as we're heading well, out? We're really, but, we're really excited about the new music because, you know, I'd like to think as we continue writing, that we ultimately get better. It's, you know, it's yeah. just something that you think you ultimately do get better. And I'm really excited about some of this new music we're writing. And, you know, we're, we're probably going to put a new album out sometime mid 22, mm -hmm. somewhere in that vicinity it might be, it may be March, it may be July, but sometime mid 22, it'll be about time for our sixth national full length studio album. So we're yeah. pretty impressed with that and excited to get that out. there. That's awesome. That's going to be so cool. a lot of cool things are happening. Definitely. Yeah. Hey, keep us in that loop. Yeah, too, we'll please. be following. And you know what's really cool? Up with you. you know what's really cool, guys? I can tell my friends I've been on What Up. That's right. You know <laughs> What Up. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my goodness. Hey, Richard, we want to thank you again mm. so much. Folks, thank you guys for watching and listening on the podcast. Hey, if you want to get more information in regards to Richard's Richard's music, his country music, please take a look down below, in the description. around, somewhere around yeah. in there, all right? And thank you, everybody. Thank you, Richard. You. Thank you, Donna. And uh, it's been a pleasure. Absolutely. You have a great night. What up? What up?